Hey guys, welcome to the Lauren Hour podcast. What up, what up? Hi, strangers. Hey, yeah, long time no see, guys. Right. So I'm asking you guys real quick how you guys doing before we get into it. You know, how you gotta check in on your people. How you guys yeah. doing today? Peachy. You know, Auntie just celebrated her birthday, so I know. Well, happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, Jazz, because you just celebrated a birthday, too. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. On the 27th. We, on the 27th. We got to take our time and say happy belated birthday to Jazz. Happy birthday, happy Jazz. Birthday. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Don't do the same. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday, birthday to you, Happy birthday to you. 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 Tuesday's usually my long day. I have like three classes and then I do a little bit of time in the internship. And today I had to like update all my payment methods because I got a new card because my old one was expiring and scheduled a, a resort stay at Disney because I'm going to a wedding in December. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be staying at the Rock and Roll Resort. Over there and near um, Animal Kingdom, I believe it's called mm. Buena Vista Road. It's a nice spot. Has a nice little uh, area. Okay. Cost, All right. Though, man. Well, that's good to hear. Well, guys, we're gonna actually dig straight into this today. So, take off from the rap trio, the Migos died today at the age of twenty-eight. It is such a loss to the hip hop community. I know there are a lot of people out there who weren't fans of the Migos, but whether you love them or hated them, uh, today is truly a very, very sad day for the world because their music, um, they did they did set some trends. They really did. Yeah, mumble rap. Ugh. Yes, they, they really did. Um, so, uh-uh, don't do that shit. I'm sorry. Continue, ma'am. Girl, do your thing. Do your thing. Come at me. I don't care. I tell you all day. They're the worst rap group ever, ever of all time. Sad. Sad that the dude passed, man. Sad that the dude passed. I'm telling you, it's very sad. But it is. It is sad. No good. So, um. So wait, can I ask a question? Go ahead. To you, Mr. Vasquez. Why the hell? Why do you think the music is trash? Why? Why? Mumble That's rap. Mumble rap destroyed hip hop. But it's not mumbling. Yeah, it is. Hold on. We're, we're they started a whole trend of Hold trash on. rap. We can't play that on YouTube. We can't play none of that music on YouTube. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yep. You'll get flagged. Look at the flick of the wrist. Yep. Boo. Okay. No, nah, look at the flick of the wrist. Was all right. Look at the flick Boo. of the wrist. The flick Boo. of the wrist. I mean, I didn't get it at first. I'm gonna lie. Mumble rap, though. I told you. I said this like 
Well, well, they kind of they do mumble just a little bit, but over the years they've gotten better. I can understand them more. When they first came out, I couldn't understand crap they were saying. But in their defense, we weren't that's what it is. It's because they have a southern accent. Because Eric do the same thing. He'd be talking and you'd be like, What? But until you hear that accent, once you hear it, then that's when you understand it. Yes, that's exactly don't shake your fucking head over there. That's exactly what it is. Because of them. You had all these bad rappers come out, like oh, all of them. Because, no, no, we can't put that on. We can't put that on amigos. We definitely can't. We we can't put that on amigos now. We can't oh, do man, that. You guys are freaking. Oh, but let's get into the let's get into the story, guys. Let's, brown from let's, all that. Let's let's get into the stories, then we throw out our opinions. So Quavo is uh, Takeoff's uncle and Offset's cousin, I believe. So they're a trio and they're all related. Now, Takeoff was killed in a bowling, it was a bowling alley. Um, they were playing dice allegedly. And um, Jazz, you asked a question earlier, you're worth $26 million. What the heck are you doing playing dice in a bowling alley? I was just about to go in there. Why the fuck are you rolling dice in a fucking bowling alley of all? Like, I understand like if you like, in the alley, you know, like outside the corner store or something, playing shooting dice. I get that, but yeah. a bowling alley, like who even yeah. that smart? From what it says here, there was thank an you, argument. thank you, Pat. But like seriously, who thought that was smart? Because I thought that was shout like, out to the Creek. Ooh. But no, seriously, that was like the dumbest thing that it just it don't make no sense. Because like why like. Like I said earlier, you're worth so much. Like, why would you still even be like participating in activities as such? You know so, Jazz, mean? Jazz, yeah. let me present this question to you, and you answer this um, for me. Do yeah. you think that they were still playing dice at a bowling alley because they wanted to keep that connection to their past life, which was the hood life? Do mm -hmm. you think that's why they still engage in stuff like that? Mm -hmm. Because the only reason you still want to be in a life that's like. Like a gangbanger saying, oh, you know what? I'm done with gangs. I don't want to be, you know, affiliated with no gangs. I don't want to do no gang activity. But then you're still around the same people that are doing the gang activity or you're around actually doing what you said you weren't going to do. So it's like if you really wanted to get away from something like that, mm -hmm. you would. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I mean, you would. Like I get like you still want to like keep your roots and all that but it's like sometimes certain shit just got to be left where it's at yeah so i i totally agree with you on that um so but this is my thing though they're at a bowling alley why was there so many guns in there like did no one learn was, anything from the baby's altercation in the bowling alley i don't think there was many guns from what it shows here it was just that one other person and that was fighting with him. Mm -hmm. It was just two people involved. But why would a gun even like? I mean, I would think that it's it's a a party. Party. yeah, especially yeah. in a big ass city like Houston, you would think that they would have security at Bowling. Because I've even been to a Bowling in Atlanta where I'd have walked in and there's security there. You know, it's a it's like, a private private party. So they have party. security. So let me pose this, Brandon, let me pose this question to you since you work cybersecurity. I know it's totally different than regular mm -hmm. security, but shouldn't this be up to the companies 
who allow these celebrities, especially rappers who are associated with crime and drugs, shouldn't they hire extra security when they come? And should they not have metal detectors? I really, I really don't think that would be discrimination or anything like that. Why do you think these big, these companies who allow these rappers to come in don't allow them to, um, don't take extra security precautions? How much do you think they pay for that party? Money, probably, probably a lot. They probably drop double, so they okay. don't have or all more, that. depending on how much they were even. So it's like, how much does your insurance them? cost for the night? Mm. Oh, so, this much. This will cover it. Okay. So then um, it should still be on a company because we got to get yeah. out of, we got to get out of this, um, this norm where just because you have money, you can take and throw it around and get what you want because let's put the lives of the people before the money's that's going to line your pockets because now this is about to be a headache for the company. Is it not? No, no. Really. I mean, I think it would only because it's like how you just incident. said, you know, don't like be throwing money around and get what you want, blah, blah, whatever. But it's still also as well, like it's, well, I think it's on the company because like I said, like you said, they should have had some type of additional security if you knew that these rappers and they people or whatever the case may be was coming in there just to keep everything safe. That's just, that's just me personally. So I feel like it should, it should be on them because it's like they didn't take any extra steps. They're just like, ooh, money, give me. And y'all can come in here and then that's just that and then this shit happens. But then it still also stems back to on the company as well because nine times out of 10 from how it looked, they was in like an open space. So you seeing these motherfuckers sitting there rolling dice. Why didn't y'all stop them? It wasn't inside. It wasn't inside the venue. The reports are coming out with. No, he was laid in that building. Yeah, he was inside. He was in that building. No, he had the the way that way the way because unfortunately I seen the video. The way that blood was, he was shot right there in that building. Yeah, it was horrible. It showed outside, fatally shot outside. Now, I, yeah, he was there's, yeah, there's some other. Uh, this was updated an hour ago. This was updated almost two hours ago. Okay, it's like eight oh nine p.m. This was updated. This is like the most recent update. Was it was outside? Now, what you probably saw was like a a uh, what do they call those ones? Like an atrium, isn't that like an in between? Oh, like a uh, like a dome type. Yeah. No, even yeah. the video that they have, because uh, there's a person who has a video of the shooting, the actual shooting. Yeah, and you can see girls that are standing at the door of yeah. the actual venue. Yeah, probably so, like, to get in. in. But, but no, they probably. were on the inside. They were on the inside. But the door so, there was, behind them. So, so Takeoff's body was laid right here. Uh, uh, Quavo was kind of over him, trying to like lift him up. And there was a set of girls who were videoing from this way. And then and you can see the girls with the little court. short shorts. He was on like this. It looked like a, a, a kind of bridge within the yeah. building. So it could are have you, happened outside of the lanes, but it was still within that building. Yeah, and they were shooting guys somewhere in there. B. What's up? You on Instagram? Damn, because that's where that video that she's talking about, that's where I seen it at. There's oh, like mm. video showing like leading Let me up see to if it. I can find it. Now, I have a video right here. I don't want to play it on air because this is it's disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. And this is and and I have to ask this question. And I didn't know there's a lot of people running to his aid. I 
heard a girl yell, I'm a nurse. Sweetheart, jump into action. You were trained. We jump into action. Um, and the thing is, everybody whipped out their camera. And I was, I was just thinking that my question is like, why is that when somebody dies or getting ready to die or get shot or whatever, the first thing you do is whip out a fucking phone? Nobody thought to automatically render aid. Like in my head, if I see some shit like that happen, I'm not about to pull up my phone. I'm going to go to that person and make sure that they're okay and start the, you know, whatever to make sure that they're good until paramedics get there. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, let me go ahead and record you while you're over here bleeding the fuck to death. Like, Right, and that's all for clout, and I don't like it. And just to post it, just to post oh, nah. it. Nah, they weren't inside. I'm looking at, I'm looking at it right there. They were outside the venue. It, it's like a indoor outdoor kind of thing. It looks like it has two pieces inside the building, but they were outside that billiards. Yeah, I just looked at the video. Nah, I saw right when the gunshots are going off. I saw all of it. Now that they're outside the venue. They're I mean, still within the building, though. Is they're, they're in not the in building, but they're yeah. outside of the but building. But they still, but that it's building. Still sad yeah, it's still sad. Whether they I mean, oh, I'm sorry. And this, oh no, you go ahead. An establishment like that, they had to know that those celebrities were coming. You're not just gonna book that they're one. They're gonna know that a few, like at least a week, at least. It, yes, yes. But it wasn't for them. It was for what they said that dude's name was. Jay, 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 Prince. Yeah, Jay Prince. We got special guest, y'all. We got the uh, the very talented Shaka with us. Shaka, Where's my you microphone your at? B. The one you were supposed to send me for my birthday. Where my microphone? I didn't at? get. I didn't get another one. Well, I'm gonna need you to go buy another one and send it. Thank wow. you. Oh, I guess I can like order one and send it to your place if you want the same one. I mean, yeah, that would be a birthday gift. Send oh, your homegirl okay. microphone. You got DM me the stuff on um Facebook, okay? So, Shaka, your thoughts, please. Um about this whole thing. I know you're going to say the music is going to be better now. Oh, and all my that. God. Ask all that. Brandon. Brandon, that's offensive. Shut up. Yeah, Brian. You, uh, Brandon, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Brandon, you're a foul nigga. Foul as fuck. The N-word. And, uh, I know I said it earlier. And I'm like, I got shit. promoted. <laughs> I got promoted. My bad. Okay. Oh, my bad. Uh, you're Our a foul, apologies. Uh, I'm a foul person. Foul. <clears throat> you're a foul racial slur. Um, <laughs> nah, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about the music. I, I, I wasn't a fan of the Migos, but just as a fan of humanity, mm. is disgusting, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's man. disgusting. I'm, I'm, I'm really getting tired of. Having to say this shit, like rest in peace to another human being. They were arguing about basketball, man. They weren't even Dyson. They were just talking about freaking basketball and shit. Well, reports say they were shooting dice. I'm literally watching the video that leads up to the shooting, and all they're talking about is basketball. And it, like, it has audio. Had, so there's the something that I seen on Instagram too was actually a text message thread that said that Quavo was shooting dice and he was losing his money, and then it started an argument, and then it was so arguing how people, they started yeah. fighting, and mm-hmm. then the Migos security or whoever was with the Migos who was the one that started shooting. 
and then and actually hit takeoff. Because yep. they said that he stood takeoff stood up, and as quick as he stood up was as quick as he damn dropped. So no, they were all standing. That's the, that's the weird thing because it's literally seconds. Like what happens is someone gets in Quayle's face. Then takeoff gets in front of that person's face. You can't see the person that gets in front of their face. But you see him in front of, like, Quavo's standing here. You can see his face. Like, he's, like, talking and stuff. And then the other guy gets in front of him like this. And then takeoff gets in front of that guy. And all you hear is gunshots. But they're running because, you know, they run. Anything, no matter what, you know, you don't have to get them. You get 100 people together. You, you, your gunshot goes off. No Did one's, you just say they run? No one's going to go. And it's like, you know, Million Man ran in, through a marathon. Just boom, everybody running. It's like, everybody running. It's like, why are you running? It's like, I don't know. You was running. The whole Cedric the Entertainer, Kings of Comedy skit. You guys don't remember? We run. Yeah, I remember. Because you just said they run. Yeah, they like, run. I can't say we run. trying to say? Because I ain't going to run. Did I'm going to investigate. you trying to say all black people run from gunshots? And, I mean, we do. I mean, the police. I mean, we do. White people investigate. Can't get a hold of anybody. No one stayed around to yeah. find out. Veterans from the war run from gunshots, too. Dogs no, run from gunshots. What no, you trying true. to say? We run, we run towards the danger. Sorry. We're idiots. Yeah, white people run towards the danger. You know what? Let me go ahead. Let me get my medicine together because you're stressing me out right now, dog. Yeah. Like, you're stressing me out. And I'm trying to be a good person on this beautiful first of the month. Yes, let's, let's, let's be very mindful and respectful of how we uh, word things in terms because, you know, um, the Let's just be mindful, guys. Somebody lost their father. Yeah. Yeah. One lost I their mean, father. I'm not upset about that. I was just mentioning. Um, I'm just mentioning like the situation that I just saw, how it was set up. It didn't look like dice or anything. It looked like they had a discussion. There was some disagreement. Yeah. There was no discussion. It was an argument for sure. Well, yeah, I couldn't really. It's kind of um, distorted. We 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 don't have any audio, and we don't have um, takeoff. Not takeoff, but Quavo's. Yeah. Um, his statement, yeah, we only have a lot of um, uh, uh, eyewitnesses' opinion, not opinions, but statements. And we, you know how eyewitnesses can be, especially when something happens. You know, I, I don't know. It's just a very unfortunate event. And um, I'm, for me, it's just I don't understand the rappers how they make it. The Meagles made it. They made it. Um, they have broken ground. So many times for some of these young rappers and artists, a lot of rappers inspire to be like the Migos. You know, the Migos once tried to compare themselves to Bone Thugs and Harmonies. That's how big they've made it. When they try to compare themselves to Bone Thugs. Um, hey, Facebook user, I do not know who you are. I'm about to say, dang, is that somebody that I blocked? Yes, yeah, Facebook, Facebook user, Facebook user, put your name in the um chat. But anyways, if you make it this far in life and you have succeeded and you have gotten away from the hood life, we need to leave hood things behind us. We need to put those things because when you become a man, you put childish things away. And once you become a man and you're established in the rap game the way that the Migos are, they should have put the childish things such as dice and certain things behind them. I know that they have a connection to it because it reminds them of where they come from. But you can play dice with Monopoly money, okay? And and and, and the thing about playing dice is even on the block is dangerous because eagles start flying. So they knew yeah. eagle starts flying and <laughs> and they 
they know how people get like and then that's just like playing dominoes with your old cousins like you right somebody gonna flip the table and y'all niggas gonna be oh y'all black people gonna be in there fighting sorry my bad uh, y'all so, <laughs> i'm allowed to say y'all <laughs> and uh and you know and black people black people have a standard where if you can't play space you can't sit at the table Facts, because that well, i mean or you set get sick you better not. Or say you beat your ass. Or you nig, or you try to pick up a book that ain't yours. There's like ten thousand different. Or if you can't count your books, don't you dare. I definitely I can't count my books. I just kind of guess at it, and it normally works. So I definitely could go over some spades. I haven't played it in years. I'm so annoyed because no one around me knows how to play it. It's like you actually know how to play. No one knows how to play down here. No crap. No crap. You don't believe that? Nope. I would believe I've done, I've done dimes. Really? I've ran I've ran tables. See, I haven't played. See, there's what is that game that they be playing? Tunk, I think is what it's called. They be playing here. Yeah. I think it's called so, Tunk. So there has been a lot of speculations coming out. So you have so many people already throwing out conspiracies. They're like, oh well, if you watch the video, Quavo started this argument and then he disappeared, and then bam, shots let off. And right now, I think that it's so classless to throw that out there, and we have no evidence. And then people out here like, he sacrificed his uncle to the Illuminati. First of all, he made it already. He's already here. And I don't think that he sacrificed his uncle for anything. But and the thing is, is that even if that was the case, wasn't the case, like you said, that was his uncle. He just lost his, like, can he at least grieve before y'all start talking shit? Yes. Like, let this family grieve before the rumor mill starts spinning. And it's not like it was just, like, said they friend. Like, this this was a family member. So it's like, right. it's not just him hurting. It's his parents. If he got kids, significant others, cousins, friends. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. They're so close in age. They were raised like brothers. Yeah, my yeah. daughter and my. Got, I think like two, three years between them. Something like yes, that. Yes. My daughter and my brother are 17 days apart. They're super close. Wow. You know, so I can only imagine. But then there was a post on Facebook and it's um, one of T.I.'s accusers. Her name is Sabrina Peterson. She says, karma of rappers' lyrics are killing them following the news of So this is what she wrote. She said, I think it's karma of the lyrics that are actually killing rappers. You can feed a community lyrics that kill a community and also be safe from the re- re- You can't. I'm sorry. You can't feed a, a community lyrics that kill a community and also be safe of the repercussions of that energy. So that's one of T.I.'s accusers. That's what she said. And um, surprisingly, she didn't get any backlash yet from that comment. Yeah. And okay, because this is this is touchy ground. I get what she's saying, but I wish she'd have waited a little bit. Like, let that man spend I mean, a word in it a little bit. A little, a little karma, bit. Karma ain't the right word to use for nothing. Yeah, karma isn't the right word to use. I, I don't think karma is. Because out of all the Migos, I don't think Takeoff was should have been a person getting that karma. Because I don't think he was really talking about killing people or none of that anyway. Uh, I I didn't listen to the Migos. I know you know he had like his own his own separate music too outside of the Migos. I don't I don't think so though. I don't think so. But then again, I'm not. I've only heard it like a few times, so I really can't pinpoint it. But I don't. I'm sorry about that. Rotate your phone, Shaka. 
I think Shaka froze. Shaka, can you? Are you there? I think he froze. You? Froze? No, his eyes are moving. I see. Yeah, I see his eyebrows moving. I'm not frozen. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Don't take your phone. I don't have my. <clears throat> I don't have my laptop, so everything is. Oh, oh, you're fine. You're fine, then. Oh, he don't have those no, problems neither. Chuck, uh-uh. <laughs> what's your take on this me um this Migos situation? Do you think um do you agree with with uh, what's her name um Sabrina Peterson when she said that this is uh, rapper's karma for the lyrics? I don't have the vantage point to say because I don't listen to the, the Migos music, so I don't know. I don't think. Mm. Unless these, unless dudes is out there actively killing motherfuckers, and I don't, uh, think, they were. I don't, I don't think they were. I don't. Nobody knows, but I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt just because yeah. he's a man that looks like me, as far as being a black man. Mm-hmm. And black men don't cheat, and we don't kill. So, uh, <laughs> wait, what? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, you care to elaborate? I said. I said black men don't cheat and black men don't kill each other. That's 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 that's, that's the lie. Boy, stop spilling spewing those lies on my podcast. Black black men just into that stuff <laughs> what was it, last Thanksgiving or whatever? If you spill it out and if you spill if you put it out in the air, it will a couple people actually. So okay. Say what? Yeah, so anyway, like I was saying, unless unless we have evidence that dude was out there actually putting bullets in people, I don't see I don't see how this is a karma because, by and large, yeah. there, there are some idiot. There are some idiots out there that actually do this nonsense that we spew on records nowadays. But by and large, cliche is we're just a, we just recite what we're seeing. Right. Right. So I this know. is not karma. This is just unfortunately is a, a horrible mistake that goes wrong. Mm. What bothers me more so, what bothers me more so, is that it's just constant. <clears throat> uh, stuff, a cycle. drama between there's a cycle that just just continues with people that look like us. Right. You don't it's never like, hear anything about you never hear anything about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Right. Post Malone getting in the shootouts or Malone. something. <laughs> yeah. Too busy right. wearing dresses and, hey. and sniffing cocaine off of Megan. Um, whatever her name. What's her Megan name? Fox. Megan. Megan Fox. Huh? I mean, what's wrong Megan with that? Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. Well, first of all, so his like, rap music. Mostly teenagers listen to that, and we didn't nah. see Machine Gun Kelly change from a masculine man into a feminine. So let me quit. That's that's he offensive. Did. Let me well, quit. No, he did. After Eminem ate him up. I mean, you don't go. I don't agree with that, Bevaz. But go ahead. So what you say, you, you don't B-Vaz? agree. We said Eminem ate him, and I don't. I, I think. I think. I think MGK won that. But go ahead. Oh, I, I have no clue because I didn't listen. We're gonna have to debate this later. Eminem. Question, question for you there, Shaka. Why is that even? You a may not think it's a karma thing, but do you think there is a trend going around where it's actually cool to take out rappers? Because if you remember, XX was it XX tension tension. Yeah, extension. Yeah, and then you got uh, Nipsey. Wait, we gonna wait. Nipsey, Nipsey is a whole. We gonna keep Nipsey name out of it. The thing is, it's a trend to take rappers. He got killed by a snitch. 
Nipsey's situation was totally different because well, Nipsey yeah. was making a difference in the community as someone who hated yeah. Nipsey just for him doing what he was doing. And he couldn't bring that energy around Nipsey. That's totally different. No, that dude was a snitch. And Nipsey yeah, yeah, that's like he knew he was a snitch. And then that's when he came back. Nipsey wasn't out here on no BS, no, bro. that's not what I'm saying. You guys are not following the trend. Rappers are getting taken out in situations yeah. that they're in, like, not, it's nonviolent situation. They were in a nonviolent situation. Obviously, um, the XXX kid, right? He got shot while he was in his car. Doing a charity. That was a non. No. That was a non Nothing. You know, he was right? minding his business. And he was minding his business. Takeoff, he was coming from a charity event. And Takeoff was doing absolutely nothing. He was just standing. Even like Pop Smoke, he was in the shower. Minding it wasn't like he was actively fighting anybody. And then you have Nipsey Hussle, who was shot from behind. He was shot in the back, but he didn't do anything. So, again, there's a trend going around, and I think it's something someone should pay attention to. Yeah, it it's, like it's, it's, how, it's how these dudes thinking they're earning their stripes. It looks like there's yeah, these people around. think that it yeah. It, it, ever since ever since the eighties, the underworld, <clears throat> the underworld didn't uh, care. They thought rappers is some sucker shit. Mm. That they like the under like I I know I got a, <clears throat> a potential battle, <clears throat> potential situation going on where I might have to square off. Uh, and actually have a battle with somebody, and I'm, I'm calling. I'm, I'm calling crazy. one of one of my one of my one Wait, of my homeboys for like battle or like a like yeah yeah yeah. Battle. But let me let me oh, let me okay. let me let me let me let me let me oh. let me clear, let me uh <clears throat> let me uh let me land. Okay. Right. Some some simple like that. I'm like I'm calling my homeboys for muscle because somebody says something a little extra mm-hmm. about the states of what's going to happen. So I'm like, oh, this is some other shit. Mm. So you know I'm doing my due diligence, calling whoever's necessary, and niggas is like, "Yo, we gonna show up," but this is some rap shit, like right. So it shows that the underworld don't really give a fuck about rappers. They think rappers are some sucker niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I mean, what yeah, better yeah. way to, to get stripes off? Oh, this guy got jury. I mean, regardless of what happened to take off, but on the mean, uh, well, you can you can use you got jury. Yeah. Yeah, P and B Rock, Pop Smoke, anybody. Yeah. What all all the rappers that get robbed during All Star games and in Pro Bowls and shit like that? Whenever they uh-huh. in somebody else's town or sometime in their uh-huh. town, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you got jury. Yeah, I'm going to get you. So by a large, always, always look at rappers like some sucking niggas. So let me read this um, statement um, that someone actually said. So um, Jewel Wicker, I don't know who she is, but she's a celebrity. She said he was uh, uh, Quavo, not Quavo, I'm sorry. Takeoff was 28. Takeoff, the then kid who convinced his uncle Quavo to start rapping, didn't help change the flow of rap. The undisputed best rapper in Migos, his uncle told me himself just a few months ago, what a loss. So um, what they're saying is, what she's saying is that um, Quavo told her that he would have never, ever really did this rap thing if it wasn't for his uh, nephew. And his and that's why I feel so bad for him because it's like I know he gotta be taking this like ten times harder than everybody else. Right. You know, like, and it, it's just like if you hear him scream his name, like I kept seeing everybody saying, like, oh, the way um Quavo screamed um take off name, it yeah. hurt me. And I didn't want to watch the video, and I was like, Okay, I was over here about to damn cry. I said, I'm gonna have to watch this video. Yeah. 
And then just his whole reaction was like, take. Yeah. And then like him just him just trying to lift them up. Lift them up. And then he just puts them down and he's just like, oh my goodness. Like he's just, he's frantic. And mm-hmm. my heart broke in that moment because Quavo and Takeoff are the least controversial amigos. They really are. It's usually offset in Probably, some stuff yeah. or in yeah. some beef with somebody or normally mm-hmm. offset starts something and they're getting into it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, dang, this but is. But you hard. know what I do see though? I see family being divided because I guarantee you somebody in that family is going to say that it was Quavo's fault as to why all that happened. Right. Somebody's going to be arguing. Somebody's going to be arguing. Well, that's what loss do. Loss causes you yeah. to lash out. Yeah. But they definitely go, I feel like they're going to blame it on Quavo more than anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, and a little bit salty. When, when do when do when do when do when do? Oh, when y'all, do Eric we... got to take in on this. Eric want to say something. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay. All right, black people. All right. <laughs> yeah, hey, y'all hear that? Includes you too. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Uh, Can you hear uh, it? Allow Wakba. Allow Akbar. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now Eric got something to say on this. But uh, really, Quavo, Quavo gonna feel it the worst because he he was responsible for. Him. Think about it like that. Yeah, because that's his nephew. That's his nephew. You responsible for him. You out here being cocky, you got pride, you got humble. Money is money. You act like you was going broke anyway. Mm. Wow. I mean, nobody's. If yeah, it's, 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 it's a little convoluted because it's like. Did you like going, did you like going to a, a gambling house and you, you don't know nobody in there? You get mad because you, your pockets get broke off. Yeah, he want to shoot some shit up. But this is the I don't reason. Think, I don't think he's bitching. He, he's probably bitching over his money. But that's what it was. Is 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 this fucking? I don't think it's his money. It, it's it, it's our ego. Yeah, and exactly we don't have we don't have exactly us as black men. We don't have a safe haven. Mm. We can't be like we can't be like yo, uh, this ain't worth it. Cause you know what, you can't come home when you say it's not worth it because right. you automatically right. a sucker. You a sucker if you let somebody try you and you can't come home. Ooh, so what do you do? Up. I gotta, yeah. So I gotta I stand my ground. Probably, huh? He was the one popping off though. Because yeah, well, whatever the reason, we don't we don't really know what happened. Yeah, but what Shaka is trying to say too, though, is even if Quavo was getting his money taken, there's no room in the black community or being a black man for him to simply just walk away and just be like, all right, take that. He has to respond a certain way, or he is going to be labeled a, a BIT or a HOE. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. going to be labeled those things, and that's what Shaka means. Like, there's no safe haven for black men to be black men and just walk away from situations without having to be aggressive or, you, you know, play the test the testosterone card. I think that's what you're trying to say. Or that's exactly yeah, what I'm trying to say. Or, or, 
change yeah, the mindset. Yeah, yeah of course. Them. And lead them and lead by example and be like, you know what? I'm going to be that one. If I get labeled that, oh, well, I don't care. You I'm going to live safely. Of course. Of you course. These are young guys. These are these are young guys who don't. These are these young guys who come from aggressions, who just have this innate. A lot of these people have been poor longer than they've been rich. Yep. We've been uh, aggressive more than, than we've been docile. So there's a shift that just is a shift that kicks in. Go zero to a hundred. So a lot of right. us are not developed enough to know that this might not be worth it. We right. come from places that it not being worth it is not allowed. It's all worth it. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't have no we don't have no safe haven. We we can't stay in the ghetto. We can't get rich. We can't we can't shoot dice because that's what we do and we like to have fun with people and show love to people that look like us. We can't do it. But you create. So where does where where? Say what? You create it. You make one. Be the one to make it. Be the but one but you it. have men out there, and you have men out there trying to create this space. But then yeah. the mass. Look at Nipsey. Yes, and look, look at, Nipsey. at Nipsey, and he is dead and gone. The problem yeah. is the problem is we have to attack this head on as a people. And this this uh, unfortunately people ain't gonna like what I have to say. But this is this has to be tackled by the black community because the issue is the black community, as and it starts at home. It starts at home with black women. Us as women, we have to stop saying to our boys, "You can't cry." You girls, girls cry. You a boy. If you are a male and you have emotions and you have feelings like a female, it is okay to cry. I ain't saying every at the drop of the dime you just call a time. But if you need to freaking cry, let that baby cry. You know, that baby want to cry, let that baby cry for a little bit. That way, that way, when they grow up, all that pent up hate they have or that pent up emotion, they're not taking it out on someone else. The problem is black mothers have a history of trying to take away and make our young black kings feel like they just can't have emotions or or, or be human. You're humanizing them at a young age. Black men. Black, Black men are guilty of that too. They that's are. What you doing? I'm gonna punch you in the chest. I'm gonna punch you in the chest, make you harder. Like, no, look, sit, sit and talk to little Michael. Ask Michael, why are you, you know feeling why? this way? Let's talk about it. But you can't. The problem so is we don't break cycles. Women can't raise a boy. Tell you. No, they can't. Women can't raise a boy, but men, but men, men are guilty of this too. Men don't let Mostly, their their young king show emotions either, right? And there's there's situations where we come from neighborhoods where that's just not allowed, right? Because it's like you always got to be on. You let one person, you let you got to be on go all the time. You let one person step on you, everybody gonna step on you. That sometimes has nothing. That has nothing to do with the with the home. We can teach our kids everything under the sun, but the world's a whole different place, right? That's just like when you go to prison. What the hell they tell you? The first, first time you walk through the door is find the biggest, baddest mofo and knock him the fuck out. And that's real. You got to be your own man at some point. Not everybody going to be able to hold your hand. I guess we can't relate to this one, girlfriend. Mm. When, you're, as, when you're 15, you feel like you smelling yourself, shit going to happen. That's true. No, you ain't You ain't doing no lot of The choices you make will... Will make or break you. 
No, you ain't. Absolutely. So I think the the question is, how do we break this fucking cycle? All right, we we tell oh, we tell our kids it, it's all right. We tell our kids it's all right to have a moment. But what do we do when we go outside? When when these same kids go outside, and they tell them something different, and they have to be. You got to figure that out. Walk away, even if it means you're gonna get picked on. But you know that's the one. That's the. No, one that's against. not good either because then that 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 becomes. White people, you see that shit? <laughs> White people, they put on fucking uh, uh, trench coats and go shoot up schools when they get picked on. Nah, man. We that's are not, not that's them. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. You have to. Nah, be, I know we're not them. No, I get what you're. I get what you're getting at, but that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is you have to be able to say this has to stop. This, mindset of we need to go ahead and make sure that our little ones understand that it's okay and when you're outside if someone bothers you there are systems in place to hold those people accountable you don't have to take care of every action on your own right but there will come a time when you have to defend yourself when you're when you're willing to do that stand up for something that you have to but don't do it with a gun and don't do it with any type of weapon. If you can't do it with words and you're forced into a corner, then yeah, defend yourself. Incapacitate your enemy or your opponent, but don't kill them. So that's what I would recommend. But that's where you have to teach the child to be able to defend themselves, but not be the aggressor. So you can go out there. You can go out there, and if someone wants to pick on you, that's fine. The minute they touch you, you better be ready to take them down and put them in a chokehold. And then guess what? They out. Right. It's different. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, not going to be the aggressor, but you're not going to allow people to push you over. Yeah. But you so, could be a you could be a neutral person. Right. Be I agree with you on that. So in general, we just have to take hold of our own. This is not an issue that. No one outside of our community can address. This is an inside person. Yeah, everything. Every home has to have the same thought process. Not the same thought process, but we we do have to understand the problem at hand and we have to have an answer to how to solve the problem because each and every one of us aren't going to solve it the same way. But we can come together and start attacking it head on. The first thing we can do as a people and as a community, first of all, is to stop letting social media brainwash us. People don't want to hear that. Like when you say brainwash, people automatically like, you're crazy. I don't want to hear what you're saying. But people don't understand we're programmed to do certain things. You watch a commercial on TV. Five minutes later, you're going to want to go get some Wendy's. Say you watch a Wendy's. Now you want a Wendy's burger. It's programming. Guys, it's programming. Why do you think they have ads everywhere, commercials everywhere? It's programming. How do you think we learn in school when you you have a routine? It's showed to you, showed to you, showed to you. It's programming. It's conditioning. Like we have to get out of that. And we have to recognize that, and we have to stop acting so childish and, and, and so deluded. Like we we're we're deluded in this thought process of having things like designer 
belts and more than other black folks makes us somebody. It makes us nothing. And it makes us nothing because we as a community can't come together and hold each other's hands through a tough time like this and say, listen, we're going to make this better today. We're shutting down this record label because as long as you want to keep on pushing music like this into our communities, which affects our young boys, then you no longer are welcome here. We have the power to do that. We have the numbers to do it. The problem is most black people don't give a shit. The, 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 it comes from the household. Like people don't understand it. Like it, it comes from the household. Like you, your parents have to engrave this in you. It's just yeah. like when you're in church and the Bible says, teach them in a way and they're, they might sway, but they'll always come back home because they've been taught, you know, because we're all going to fail and do our own things. But at the same time, if if each parent, if they start now, and no, I'm not saying that all kids are just going to listen automatically, but it's still going to be playing in the back of their head. There, it's still going to be on replay. It's going to, a situation is going to arise. It's going to be remind them, mama said, don't do this. And mama said, this is, this is dangerous, or this is, you know, um, um, harmful to the community. You know, it's just, but, but in our community, we're not teaching that we're teaching. I got to make sure I got Jordans on my kids feet so they can go to school and shit or stunt on the next kids. Like I I seen these posts all over Facebook. Like I'll see people having their kids and Gucci belts, fucking uh, Gucci shoes. And it's nothing wrong with it. If that's what you want to do for your kids. But then that child is learning designer is more important than community. Designer is more important. It's more important for me to have these things so I can go to school and make a child who does not have what I have feel less than. And then you have these deluded ass mothers out here be like, they just hating cause my babies just be shitting on, like, <sighs> this is the problem with our community. You got women like this and men like this who think this is okay. And they don't understand why yay out here losing billions talking about this about the Jewish community. But when all reality, he shouldn't be talking about the Jewish community. He should be talking about, hey, let's get like the Jewish community and become whole, you know, because the black race is the only race where you can't live in the same household together. You know, Asians, it'd be like 10 of them in one house. Latin people, 10 of them in one house. Black people, we can't stay in the same house all week. That's because mama be crazy, man. Nah, bro. Nope. I, I didn't even want to cover <laughs> it. Guys, like, yeah. I, guys, I swear to goodness, I didn't want to cover this story. I only covered this story because my boo thing, she wanted to cover it. Other than that, I, I was going to cover it because I'm so tired of it. Like, every time I turn on the news, there's a rapper dead. Oh, and it, it, it's never... Time, but. It's been very like, every time, every it's, time. If it's, it's not very, a major, if it's not people. a razor, if it's not a major rapper, it's a local <laughs> rapper that's known in their own community. I mean, almost every day. It's a, it's a, it's a, it, it's becoming more concurrent than anybody yeah, would like it to happen. Yeah, it's happening on a more frequent basis, but it's not every time. Now, what I think it is is like I was saying before. Looks like it's becoming a trend. Like it's the it thing to do. So it's 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 problematic, but these celebrity guys can't just they have to understand they're in a status that they can't just be anywhere wherever they want. They really have to te- keep in mind that once you hit a certain celebrity status in, in life, you gotta keep yourself away from that. You gotta separate yourself. 
and it sucks. You can't go back to your old hood and be like who you were, like you remember, but you have to be this other person, this persona that you've made your, for yourself. And you feel like you're losing who you are because you're now, you know, having caviar and drinking $500 champagne when you was thinking about doing those things when you were struggling. Right. So it sucks. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the individual, man, because some some people, they actually want to go to their neighborhood and shit on people. And that's that's those are the ones I don't say I, I, I don't I don't say I want those. I don't I don't, I don't want to say I don't want those people to be a plate. But right. that is the situation of karma. Yep. A lot of people get money. Then they can't move into the white neighborhood because the white people are gonna call police on them if they play their music a decibel you too, to too loud. In, you don't have to move into a white neighborhood. There are multicultural neighborhoods all across America, you know, and that's the thing. And I think but black people need to black people too. That feel me? It's not necessarily. I'm not trying to pluralize white people. I'm just saying in upper in neighborhoods of a of a upper financial status, there's a little bit more of little laws you gotta. Subscribe to and stuff oh, like you're that. Talking about you really can't, you're talking about an you can't be yourself. Yeah. You can't be yourself. You can't play your music a decibel above one. Yeah. Those are called shit like that. So we, some people, just feel more comfortable. Why can't I come to my neighborhood and show? Yo, man, look at what my mind. I got, I got a rhyme that I said right, <clears throat> and it sounds crazy, right, but. I got a rhyme where I say, I turn death into an art, my minus I turn death into an art, my minus psychotic mess. Mm. And that's not the glorified death. I see all the shit around me. And a lot of us that are financially stable, we found a way to take this pain and agony that we saw mm-hmm. and we, we turn these words to money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. To endure all this shit, not want to blow your brains out, it will turn you to a fucking psycho. So why can't I show that I've been through all these conditions, the worst of these dirty situations, and I made something of myself, and I want to share this with you. Look at what I did. I mean, you the, neighbor, sh- the neighborhood kids when we play you, that game and be like, "Yo, that's it. my car." You can share it and all, but you know, a lot of rappers nowadays they're going above and beyond to degrade their own community. You know, like you got you got you got Kodak Black rapping around about why he don't want to date a dark skinned woman. You have so many. You have Chris Brown. I'm not talking about those guys, man. I'm talking about the guy. Like, for instance, PNB Rock just feels more comfortable around his people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go to these rich neighborhoods. Noriega said when he used to go on tour, he used to look for the ghetto. When when he was on Drink Champs, he was when he did a show. Bro. He said after the tour, Nori people would want to stay in the hotels and all that other good stuff. I want to go now. Nah, show me where the hoods are. Nori, because Nori people want to connect with people that look like them. Yeah, That's but true. Nori I mean, wasn't like that big. He never really reached those levels that, like Cameron reached. Or were you around like in the '90s, bro? He, he was yeah. big in the '90s, though. Not as big. Yeah, when Nori's first album, when Nori's album first dropped, he was a phenomenon. He was the hottest thing smoking from like '98 to 2000. Like right. Firecracker. Any that ain't favorite the point. Song, that ain't the point. Song, While he's in. My fire. favorite song by Nori was uh uh. Damn, I forget. Nothing. I'm a G. What, what, I'm a G. What, 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 what? Top down. I'm a G. Oh, yeah. I'm a G. That's my stuff. I so, play yeah. that in my car all the time. No, he wasn't that big, and he could go into the hood because he wasn't that big. 
telling that's, you, that's not fair. dude. I'm telling He's you, I, I can name ten rappers right now that are bigger than fucking Noriega. That's <laughs> like ten. We, we talking about well, right okay, now. We, we talking about, we talk right, about now. Vince. right now. No, Nori is that's now. Nori we talking Nori about Vince. Of he course we can, but he was big. He was the hottest thing. One of the hottest things because ninety eight. Yeah, Nori was definitely. All you hear was a real competitive year. Oh, to the RE or something like that. Nori something. Yeah, ninety eight was a real competitive year, but he was one of the hottest things. Ninety eight was a competitive year because you lost Tupac and Biggie. That's why. No, because All everybody can rap in, 19, in 1998. Everybody uh, can rap. Uh, but but to, anyway, we're, we're getting along. Because we were just talking we're about that on Andy's podcast, like A Hard Knock Life. Yeah, all all great albums and two all all of the great albums came out in 1998. It was a competitive year in that sense because we lost two of the greatest. Are you kidding me? When you when you have a void of hip hop, that's like, for West Coast. West Coast boy. music. West Coast when you, music when wasn't taken all over the East Coast ball like that. Something and look, Diddy, right, was able to still stay afloat because he was the only guy left in Bad Boy that was relevant. Okay. He stayed afloat. He stayed afloat because he stole his artist catalog in their rights, and he had money. Little Kim stayed afloat because she was the only relevant female rapper in all of Junior Mafia. We're not. We're talking about 1997. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking about 1997 when you're talking about when Puffy was able to stay afloat. Was he successful? Absolutely. But by by the time when DMX came in 1998, it was over for that pretty shit. No limit blows up. You got cash money. They blew up for the 99 and the 2000. If we're talking about 1998, the East Coast had that shit on fucking lock. Are you freaking telling me? I was a big cash I'm telling you, nigga. My dude. No, Cash Money got together in 93. All their albums were in Magnolia, and they were running all through that place in 94, 95, 96. Hot Boys got together in 1996. They did not. They didn't blow up until like 1999 or 2000. It's a reason. They didn't blow up until like 1999 or 2000. But before that, they were doing like underground stuff. We're arguing semantics. We argue in semantics. Right. The fact is, no matter what region it came from, music was damn near at its hottest in 1998. There was so much competition, no matter where it came from. 98 Noriega wasn't that big. How they were, yeah. they were, I can name 10 others that were bigger than that guy. He was, not- And I can name 10 others that were hotter than that guy. But yeah. the fact is, he was a man that made something of himself. And he didn't want to go run into high society. He wanted to be he amongst his people. Not a deal to get into a problem. He didn't have it. He could go anywhere because nobody really knew him. <laughs> like that's, that's what I'm saying. He can't do that in the, in New York. He couldn't when he was on tour. He wasn't on tour in New York. Too. He couldn't. Do that okay, so it says that Nori's top songs. Um, put them up. That was 2003 with the Neptunes. 1998, the change. I'm gonna get you 2007. Consider this 2002. Banned from TV 1998. Um, nor, nor reality, the rap game 2007, 1998. Uh, Animal Thug. Um, hold on. None of those songs. 1997, Ice Down Medallions. None of those songs hit the Billboard top ten. The only one was nothing. Uh, just so you know. 
None of those. And that was in 2004. Just FYI. There's these just these guys that he wasn't that big of a deal. And that's okay. Why- so his top Billboard songs was "You Came Up," "Thug Ones," "Live My Life." Hold on, there's a couple of more. You came up was in '98. That was on Big Pun's album. Mm-hmm. I'm that leaving from the firm. I'm trying to see the year of these songs. I can't see. Okay, I'm this leaving. one was Thug Ones was '98. Thug Ones was '98. Live My Life was looks like 2002. What the hell? Eric said, "Look up the top rap albums of '98." I don't know why, but he yeah, the top rap albums in '98. I'm on Billboard. This where I'm, I'm getting my information. Uh, all the top albums of 1998 are all East Coast albums. That's yeah, number one. Diddy, no, uh, was it the Family? What was the one they called? Well, that came out in 1997. It don't count. No, no, no not. Is it No Way Out? What's the one that he came you out? You said top rap albums in what day? That one was big. Of 1998 are all East Coast albums. Guaranteed. Yeah. Benjamins? What was the one yeah. that came out all about the Benjamins? That, that was 97. That was on No Way Out. That was 97. No Way Out. Okay, that's the album. That's the album. In 98, it was big. It wasn't big in 97. It was big in 98. Because he had a couple of tracks that came out later. That blew him up. Okay, y'all. So the top albums in 1998 was Capital, Big Punisher, Most Deaths, and um, Tab Lib, Kaweep, or Tab Lib, Kaylee, Lee. Um, and then Outcast, Aquasi, Hello Nasty, Beastie Boys, Moment of Truth, um, Jay Z, Volume Two, Hard Knock Life, 400 Degrees, mm. uh, Juvenile, mm. Third Eye Vision, Hieroglyph- um, Hieroglyphics, First Family, MOB. Um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill, Heavy Metal, mm-hmm. um, Still This Album, album The Coop, Soul heavy Survivor, mental. Heavy Mental, okay, uh, Soul Survivor, Pete Rock, 40 Days Pete of Rock. 40 Nights, Exhibit, that was 99, The Love mm-hmm. Moment, The Tribe Called the Quest. The Tribe um, Called the Quest, yeah, that, that was the a Tribe Called the Quest, Rock the Name, All East Coast Niggas, minus yep. three of them. Yes, that's all, all East Coast, Coast Niggas. Goody Mob, 1998. Uh, still standing, Peace of a Man, AZ, nineteen ninety eight, um, Tactical Judgment, two thousand Judgment Day, Method Man. Damn, he had two albums in. No, Red Man had one, one and Method and Man had, had one. Man. Damn, okay, in ninety eight, both had Method Man had a Method Man had a double had a had a double record. Method Man had a double record in ninety eight, and Red Man had Doxin name in ninety eight. Okay, so then you have Bobby Digital and Stereo, the RZA. Time Waits for No Man, Roscoe, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, DMX. Yeah. It's Dark in Hell. Damn, DMX. That's 1998. That's his, uh, another album he had. Lost, Eight Ball, 1998, Retaliation, Revenge of Get Back, Des Dillinger. Des Dillinger. Oh, Dill- Dillinger. Des Dillinger. 1998, Can I Bust Cannabis, Greatest Hits. Tupac. All right, so hold on. Hold on. Slow down. Slow down, Willard. Stop right there. Cannabis. Also. You just named like 15 records. Yes. Yep. The majority of those records are East Coast niggas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Excuse me. East Coast racial slurs. Not one was right. Nori. Just so you know. I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. Because I'm not. I'm not enemy down. It's still so many though. Noriega. He wasn't that big. In mean, '98. All right. Well then, look. What sold the most records in 1998? What rap album? Um, besides probably. the miseducation of Lauren Hill, or or was miseducation of Lauren, Lauren Hill, Hill was mostly a R was a R and B album. 
It's one of Miseducation of Lauren Hill was an R and B album by and large. So I'm not even gonna exclude that. The highest R the the highest rap rated rap album was DMX. It's dark and hell is hot. That sold five million records that year. It's the highest record in nineteen ninety-eight. So take Noriega out of that shit. Take Noriega out of it. DMX just wanted to be in the hood with his people. So we go back to the same. He, he remained in the hood too. Yeah, Max. Yeah, you can talk about that now. Look what happened to him for staying in the hood. No, 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 no. That's DMX not right. was a drug no, addict no, 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 before no, no, he got no. rich. You, yeah, you got the backstory to DMX and the drugs. DMX was connected to like a rough life. So one of his mentors, uh, the guy who got him rapping and um, selling drugs in the street, got him addicted yeah. to drugs. Hold up. Called up Noriega yeah, worked and had like a hard life. JD didn't have a hard life. No, nah, not like how DMX had like DMX. Have no, have no, 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 no. You need to watch like how he sat here and he told his story. DMX, I'm still shocked that he was alive like until he died. Nah, like man, that man like, would do some stuff. But we can't, but listen, we that's wrong to do. We can't compare his story to Noriega because no, we don't know how Noriega's life played out. Nori probably could he could have came from a two parent home, you know. Even though he lived in the hood, not everybody who live in the hood have bad hood tales to tell, you know. Some people just live in the hood because they can't afford it, but well, not everybody who lives in the hood. Hand hand first hand knowledge I have of Jay Z now, like I mean, that's Jay Z, but that's not that's not DMX, that's Jay Z. Hang on, hang on. You're saying he had a hard life, and you're trying to sympathize with him, but I'm gonna give you some stuff that I found out from him through his true life. Jay Z, where they followed him around because I was a MTV nut. He was selling records out of the trunk of his car. That's All right. True. He mm-hmm. was very poor. He wanted to make it. He made his own record label. This dude transformed himself into a businessman. And this guy right now is sitting on hundreds of millions of dollars, probably a billionaire. And the thing is, it's like he he did that because he saw potential in himself to do something greater than where he was. He saw where he was and he was like, well, you know what? If I can just not do the things that will get my friends in jail, then I'll be better off myself. He did the opposite. I mean, have you ever heard of you ever heard of Tata and Memphis Bleak? Yeah, right. He right. kind of burned them. Allegedly, a lot of people sleep on Memphis Bleak, but allegedly, Memphis Bleak was the one that had it. Yeah. So he burned out, man. He got in trouble. He got into too big. So, so I'm talking about DMX. DMX said that his mother, when he was six years old, beat out the two of his front teeth with a fucking broomstick. Um, he said that his in his early teens, his then mentor mentor uh, tricked him into smoking marijuana laced with crack cocaine. That's how he got addicted. Then it wasn't about the rap game, and it it, it wasn't about oh maybe when he made the money if he moved out of the hood he would have been okay. No, he had real issues. Um, and then he was uh, hold on. I mean, I I, I feel like we, I feel like it just it, it just my point that it's I'm making is just like, what yeah. I, is what I said is what I said earlier is like. We don't have a safe haven. Where right. do we go when we attain these riches? Right. Where do we go when we when we make something better of ourselves? Where the fuck do we go? But that's why even we MC start. Hammer, even MC Hammer, MC Hammer got to the peak of of success was in, in the nineties 
And when he he went broke trying to take care of his whole neighborhood. Yeah, he's and they called him a sellout. Mm-hmm. And they called MC Hammer a sellout. We still laughing at MC Hammer to this day. I'm not. I never laugh at him. It's the how to. No, I never laughed at him too. I laughed at him as a young man, not till I understand what he actually did. Not to. Not to. I had to understand what he actually did for his community when he was popping. Yeah, and I I people who shit him. He he's yeah. the huh? he's the what not to do. He he's like your what not to do when you get rich, because he I didn't. Say, well, what I'm saying is, I wouldn't say yeah, he's Hamza, the, Hamza, he, he's not the what not to do. He, right, he yeah. is. was the he's the definition of keeping it real. He tried to build his own not he, not literally, but he did what everything of these Chinese people and what these people and what these people and do when they Hamza come to the community. No he tried joke. to share with his whole neighborhood. They said Hammer was Hammer no wasn't joke. no sucker at all. Yeah, I get you. And guys. he tried to yeah. take care of his own community. And when it backfired and didn't work, we all laughed at him. No, no, so no, like, no, no, no. This is what this is what has been has been found, not just from the from the from the hood side, but from this perspective of like what he did wrong, right? It's fine that he wanted to pay back to the community, but he was living beyond his his means. Whereas he was buying stuff, he didn't have money for it, but he was using credit and he didn't have, he was preparing to sell records that weren't there. He was like, if I sell this many records, I can buy this. And that's the mindset he had. He was just buying, 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 giving, 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 helping out everybody. But he wasn't putting anything back into himself for in case he didn't have it. So that's what a lot of these guys today, they learned from him. And they go like Jay-Z did. Jay-Z got smart with his monies. He went and bought into himself. He paid for himself, you know, in the towards investments and whatnot, owning a whole basketball team. I mean, like that's that's a big deal. He owned a he owned a percentage of that basketball right. team. That's 50%. okay. So we, we gotta it's still, it's still a stack that it's still a stack that can't none of us claim. It's beautiful, but it was only he didn't own the nets, he owned like a percent. Still owner. That's you can't say no one else does that. Like, yeah, I understand. But the the fact is, back to what I'm saying, there has to be a way for us colored people. I'm not worried about any other races. I'm worried about mine. There has to be a way for us to be able to enjoy whatever work we put in. And that goes from the rich to the poor. Period. Because if, if I buy a necklace in my neighborhood. I'm broke, but if I buy a necklace, I don't tuck my shit. But the smartest thing to do would be to tuck my shit. I don't do it. Yeah, but oh, your grandma. Why is that? that? Yeah, yeah my grandma gave me that chain. So not to cut you guys off, um, but we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Um, thank you guys for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. I know it's been a long while since we've seen each well, other. And um, unfortunately, we literally came together for this um, sad occasion. Um, rest in peace, homie. Right, like rest in peace. Let's talk about it. I apologize. No, yeah, rest in peace to take yeah. off, and please let's not have to say this shit again. Not no time. The next so. rest in peace we got to say for anybody, man. Let that shit be a natural cause. It's like. I'm God sorry. Said, like, like this, God was this, really the one. That this said drained me. Like this drained me. Like I don't know this man personally. But like people be getting upset. Like I seen in a comment, someone was like, uh, is that your cousin on one of my friends' pages? And I'm just like, it doesn't have to be your cousin. 
the fact that he looks like me, the fact that he's from my community, the fact that he was human, the fact yeah. that his life was cut short hurts. You know, I'm hurting for his family. Yeah. It's yeah, like, man. we're human. We should be able to mourn someone's death. Dude, that's, you know? that's another black man who probably had a black son that's going to have to go out and figure the world out for himself because his father's not here no more. Yeah. Right. That's a theme that we got to stop. We got to stop celebrating that shit. Uh, I'm not going to say stop celebrating. It's hard to, to take the violence out of the music because it's it's what we see. It's what we participate in. Right. It's what we just, we just narratives of what we do, you know? So it's hard to say, to blame the music. If but for anyone, we all gotta, we all gotta find different ways, man, because this shit is beginning to be too much. Yep. Right. And so my message, right. So my message today, uh, while we're ending this would be guys look around yourself. And say, what if this was my child? Put yourself in another mother's shoes, another sister, another brother. You know, and maybe then we can end the violence in our community. Black on black crime needs to be abolished. Like we 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 are all we got. We can't keep hurting each other. You guys have to value each other. Life is precious, whether you're black or not. Life is just precious. But yep. it seems like people in our community don't understand how precious our lives are. If they really understood what we have to face, like, you know, we have to face adversity at every single turn. So why would we face adversity within our own community? Why are we going to harm each other? That is a sick way of thinking. We can never be one. We can never be whole. We can never own or run the world if we're going to hurt each other. You know, so just take this message that I have tonight and just ponder on it. Think about it, y'all. You know, another life is gone. Too short. But be blessed, y'all. Thank you for joining. If you guys have not done so yet, please make sure you follow us on Apple Music, um, Google Podcasts, not Apple Music, Google Pod, I mean Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube um, at the Lauren Hour Network with Laura Danny. Make sure you slash that uh, that uh, subscribe button, please. Thank you, guys. Bye. Peace.